Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to Madame Magenta and the Arcati Killer, chapter Sugar for My Honey. Sweets for my sweet. Yes, more food on the brain, isn't it? Yes, I don't know why the last chapter was just called Magenta. Yeah, that was really strangely titled, wasn't it? I think I really had given up. You you had just gone, ugh, magenta. That's terrible, isn't it? I mean, it? It is, that is, that's a, a, an unusual lapse of, of dedication to you. Well, I don't know, I dear. My energy level's very up and down, aren't they? That's true. Sometimes I just stop mid-sentence and you need to give me a little nudge to keep going again. But sometimes you've disappeared into the astral planes. And I, well, that's I... true. When one is as finely tuned as I am, you can get lost quite frequently. Yes, and it's not always in your control, is it? No. Sometimes uh, the, 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 the spirits just come over you. Yes, and sometimes I'm just thinking of what to have for dinner, but you know. Who knows? You don't know which it is. Anyway, let's get on with it. Right. Sugar for my honey. Oh, I'm, I'm Egg, aren't yes, I? Yes, that's right. Okay, so this is Sergeant Egg starting the chapter. We need to bring Magenta in, Egg argued on the street outside Sandra's house. Come on, sir. I don't understand why you're hesitating. Just the fact that she knew about one of the bodies before anyone else tells us how involved she is. And you heard Sandra. She considers Magenta to be some kind of queen of the witches. She's like a cult leader, Eldris, a manipulator, a power chaser. Egg pursed her lips. She's been playing you, sir. I'm sorry, but she has. I think... I think she might be behind everything. Eldris mmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmmm
She grabbed his arm roughly, her long fingers curling round his wrist. Eldris flinched in surprise and looked at Egg properly. Her face seemed fierce. Let me get this straight. Magenta told you that her dog told her the killer was having an affair with Sandra Herring's neighbours. No, said Eldris. What? But you just said... It wasn't Magenta's dog that told her. It was Sandra's dog. And Bob was only having an affair with one of the neighbours, not both. He nodded towards number 28. It can't be that one. An old man lives there alone. But the man at number 32 lives with his mother. Egg released his wrist. Oh, right. Eldris's wrist tingled where she'd held it. He tried to ignore it. We should talk to her. What else can we do? We're stuck. Eldris pleaded. We need to be flexible, Egg. We need to open our minds to new possibilities. We need to explore every avenue, even if the information comes from a madwoman. Madwoman or perpetrator, Egg muttered, gazing at her shoes. She sighed and looked up and then up again into his eyes. Eldris wondered if they should kiss. Probably not. New possibilities, eh? Egg repeated, her face unreadable. New avenues. It's worth a try, Eldris said. He paused. Magenta's information has worked out every time, Egg. Every time. Egg snorted. <laughs> Pardon me. That's my own snort. Did you really? That was extraordinary. Well, the, snort. the air hit the back of the air hit the back of my throat and it caused a cough. Yeah, I see. <laughs> there we go. Where was I? Oh yes. Egg snorted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She speaks. We act. She's probably laughing at you. At us, I mean. Yep. And like you say, she might be behind everything. But that shouldn't stop us from checking out every angle. Egg nodded, turning her head to gaze sightlessly down the street. The wind rustled her thin, wispy hair. Eldris realised they were standing so close, he could see each of her ice-blonde eyelashes and the trace of veins under the delicate skin round her eyes. She seemed as pale and fragile as one of those see-through newborn mice, but a lot less revolting. She turned back to him, and in that instant, an ineffable thrum passed between them, a mutual knowledge needing no words. Eldris leaned forward hungrily, lips seeking lips. Christ! Egg exclaimed, jerking backwards, eyes wide. Oh God, I- I'm sorry. He stuttered, heart in throat, mortified again. He raised his hands and stepped back. I, I-, I thought that- Egg raised her own hands, mirroring Eldris's body language. No, no! <laughs> I- oh God, I'm so sorry. Don't be scared. I'm not. She lowered her hands. It's okay. I mean, don't be sorry. I just didn't expect it. You surprised me. I'm so sorry. It, it, it was... <laughs> really inappropriate. Well, yeah, yes, I suppose so, yes. Really terrible timing, too. Like, really terrible. And then Egg started to laugh in earnest. And laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> oh, dear, I can't do this as Egg. It's very hard to laugh in character. Yes, well... How would Egg laugh? You have a very strident <laughs> laugh. <laughs> There we go. Spluttering fragments of incoherent sentences as she did, Boner being the only thing Eldris could properly make out, each time sending her off into even greater paroxysms. Paroxysms? Paroxysms. Paroxysms, I think. <laughs> Boner. <laughs> Just like that. Until her cheeks were splotched with daubs of red. God, I'm out of breath now. Eldris stood stupidly by, waiting for the hysteria to pass. It went on for quite a bit. He was pretty sure he didn't fancy her anymore. <laughs> oh, Eldris, Egg eventually said, dabbing at her eyes and straightening up. You're so bad at this. She chuckled again. 
There we go. And punched him playfully on the arm. Come on, she smiled. Let's go talk to this neighbour. This is a very impressive bit of laugh acting you did. Thank you. I mean, everyone, a lot of people are writing in saying Bernard's... You, that you're very good at um, voices. Uh, well, I you know I do try. I just thought it was time to show my own skills. And you certainly did. Thank you. I think you might have even peaked the microphone. Oh, <laughs> but that, that's all right. Well, you know, it's all it, it's it's the drama and the emotion that's the important bit, not that's, the sound quality. Yes, that's true. Although the, I know you're very into sound quality. Yeah, I am Bernard. rather. I, I will definitely have to go back and fix that. Yes, I will. Well, you could always just cut bits out and then explain. Like you could come in, you could edit it and say, Bernard here. Magenta's excellent acting. Ma- Magenta did just some some acting that was too loud and and, uh, and too simply wonderful. too impressive, too, too intense, too intense and impressive to be allowed to stand. Quite yes. frankly, yes. All right. Well, maybe I'll do that. Should we do another chapter? Or yes, let's keep going. All right. This chapter's called "Your First Sweet Kiss." Thrilled me so. I'm just doing song lyrics now. You are, yeah, I, and they don't appear to have <laughs> very anything much, to do with the chapter. Very much to do with what's being talked about, but it's very interesting. Interesting. It's very hard coming up with chapter names. Yes, yes. I mean, in season one, I just numbered the chapters, and that was hard as well because I kept losing count. Yes, there that's were right. Three chapter twelves. Three chapter twelves, and then you missed certain numbers out altogether. Yes, and so I couldn't do numbers again, so I started naming them. But after a while, you're like, what the bloody hell do I call this one? Yes. So you just start doing song lyrics. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, so this is texting again. Do you want to do your text voice? Oh, yes. I had a sort of robotic text voice. All right. Come up here now. Now. We have to get out of here. I have something to tell you about Roger. Go get Dave. I text furiously to Bernard and then wait. Seconds pass. Nothing. I open up a new message. Eldris. I didn't tell you because I didn't understand the significance, but Sandra's neighbour's mother is my husband's boss's mother. God, it's so complicated. I hesitate before typing more, as I still don't actually understand the significance, or whether that text makes any sense without a diagram to explain it. But it must be significant. I mean, what are the chances of a psycho killer bonking both Sandra and Roger's mum? Two people connected to me, but who don't know each other. For goodness sake, London isn't some tiny village where everyone knows everyone else. It must mean something. I press send, hoping Eldris will figure out the significance. He's had more practice at this sort of thing than me, after all. I wait. Five minutes go by. Ten. I pace, because that's what people do on the telly when things are serious, and I'm hoping it will relieve some of the stress. It doesn't, so I sit down by the window and jog my knee up and down. Fifteen. Fifteen minutes and no text. Bernard must be in a meeting and unable to get to his phone. He did mention he'd be tied up all morning. Or maybe he's been literally tied up by the killer who is, stroke, was, Roger's mum's lover. I tell myself how unlikely that is. There are over a hundred million... No, not a hundred million. hundred million? <laughs> how big is this place? Yes, there are over a hundred people milling around downstairs. I can't imagine anyone could attack Bernard in the midst of all this. So that's the people who work for the security firm. Yes, Just in right. case you need reminding. Yes. Plus, it's me the killer's after, not Bernard. Probably. <gasps> or is it? I make myself more comfortable. Knowing Bernard, he probably won't even look at his phone until he comes up for lunch. He forgets to charge the ruddy thing most of the time. My phone pings with an incoming message. <gasps> it's Eldris. Where are you? Neighbour is connected to you? 
Explain significance. I text as quickly as possible, my hands shaking, which means I hit a lot of Ron Keys. <laughs> Ron Keys? Who's Ron Keys? Ron Keys. Which means I hit a lot of Ron Keys and Autospell steps in to complicate everything. Roger is we arcs. OSS, very strange man. Roger's mum, Tog, serving Murdray Ray Bob. And me friends, Santa. Shit! I type again. Roger is Bernard's boss. Very strange man. Roger's mum, Rogering, murderer Bob. And my friend Sandra. For our American listeners, Roger, to Roger, the verb to Roger, is like the verb to shag. Yes, that's right, which is also a Britishism. If you yes, which is complicated because we also have a character called Roger. Yes, that's right. So that- when Roger's mum is Rogering Bob, means Roger's mum is shagging Bob. Yes, she's getting a good Rogering, which is also From why we, we find the name of the actor Roger Moore uh, very amusing in this country. But... Yes. I mean, Bond film. We have Pussy Galore, but that's a character they made that name up. Yes. Whereas Roger Moore, a real person. I mean, Roger Moore really does sound like a, a 1970s porn star I mean, in it's, our lexicon. It's so Austin Powers. It's it is, wonderful. Yes. Anyway, I send it and wait. This time I get a reply within seconds. Where are you? And that's it. Nothing else. I text again, painfully slowly, in an attempt to make sense. Doesn't matter where I am. You go get Roger's mum. I wait, although with less expectation than before. And rightly so. Eldris doesn't text back. I get up and start pacing again. It helps a bit this time. It allows my brain to think by channeling all the nervous energy elsewhere. So, Roger's mum is having sex with a murderer. Not just any old murderer, one who specialises in killing psychics and occultists. I should probably assume, for now, that Roger's mum, and therefore by extension her son, is a potential threat. And of course, Bernard and I have sought sanctuary in a building owned by Roger, a building in the middle of bloody nowhere, relatively speaking. I may not understand why, who, what, or how, but I do know one thing. We need to get the hell out of here. And that's the end of the chapter. Gosh, a lot of urgency here. Oh, it's exciting. I wonder where I am. Well, you're probably in a meeting or something. Probably. It's a normal work day and you're very conscientious. I'm a very conscientious worker, you see. Yes. But you've done an interesting narrative device here because it's ramping up the tension. Because we don't know where I am. No, that's true. You could be tied up. Although, as there are a hundred people who work in this building, I don't know how they would have got to you. Mm, Yes. Mm, Yes. Although maybe, you know, maybe they're all in cubicles. Yes, could be. Or maybe they're all in it. Maybe maybe it's a, a murder on the Orient Express type thing. Yes. Maybe every single employee at my firm. And that's why there's too many damn characters in this novel. That's right, yes. Although I don't think there's 99 and they all work for Roger's firm. No. But maybe that's the reveal. God, I hope not. That I don't think terrible. it is. I don't think it is. No. All right, everyone. Lovely to pretend to see you and hear you. Um... And I will do that again very soon. (laughs) Bye-bye. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. So this is the end of the world. Pretty weird, right? I'm Hannah. I'm sure you've probably noticed by now. I'm a zombie. Might even be the last one. From the creator of Redmond Born and Cybernautica. I can't exactly control most of the things zombie me does. I'm basically what amounts to a backseat driver in my own body. 
You learn to kind of just go with it after a while, I think. Like, do I feel bad for eating a family of four when I was new? You bet. Not exactly my favorite memory. Anna is living her best unlife, while unknowingly being on a crash course with Callie, an explorer desperately seeking to leave her mark on an American wasteland that seems to be all out of new discoveries. Oh, one might say that it's the comics that got me into this, but between you and me, I'm gonna blame the McSodas. No sense in ruining everything I like in one day. Together, this unlikely pair team up against the dangers of post-apocalyptia. <sighs> okay, okay, this thing is not playing around head on. Shit, incoming! Sometimes I miss the old days. Killing zombies for upstart communities, now that was a lot more simple. A lot more ethical, too. Wouldn't you say so? Don't you think it's a little more ethical to kill a zombie than just some stranger on the road? Apocalypse, A story about love, death, and robots. Just not the Netflix guy. <laughs>